Hey, Noah. Hey, Shashua. Wow, we haven't done one of these in a while. I know, I know. <clears throat> you know, I realized we we haven't done one in a while, and we <laughs> we got this review from someone <laughs> that was basically, it's a very nice review, except it ended with a total put down on our shorts, that they were too long <laughs> and, and boring. Hit, hit or miss. Is that what it said? I don't remember, but uh, something uh, like that. I felt a little bit. There's some some gems in there, but mostly just yeah, a lot of gas, which is um, <laughs> entirely true. But it still it hurt a little bit, and so sorry. We asked for, we, both, we asked for reviews, Josh. Yeah, but I did put that review generator together, and no one's used it. What a dick! <laughs> <laughs> so what's new with you, man? Uh, I've been sick for the last. Two and a half weeks. You and half of the fucking city. It's and insane. in fact, you and in our entire family. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not going to reveal who patient X is, but my second wave of being sick was, uh, I can I can pinpoint the person. And from that person, pretty much got everybody around me sick. And everybody was sick. And everybody is sick right now. It's disgusting. I, uh, yeah. It, and it now is. I have a lingering cough that just won't go away. That's I feel easy. fine. That's exactly where I am. It's really awful. And I've got, I mean, I've had shows every night this week. And yeah. I've got a show uh, in, in Holland uh, tomorrow already. Yeah, tomorrow. And uh, I hope that I'm not going to go into a coughing fit in the middle of my stand-up set. It's horrible. It's really bad. Yeah. Have sympathy for us. <laughs> You're probably sick yourself. Yeah, it's true. It's funny because we had uh, we did the um, third episode of our, our Comedy Cafe Berlin Live show yep. last night, a German stand-up, and uh, we had a decent crowd there, but you could definitely tell that everyone was feeling a little bit under the weather. A little rusty here and there. Yeah, like all of the comedians, and there was, I just had this... You don't notice because it's just kind of like the natural ambiance. Mm. But I definitely at one point just tuned into the fact that there was just coughing in the audience like <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and I was a little, like, part of me was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be shitty for the recording. And then I realized that, I mean, A, there's nothing you can do. And B, yeah. fucking everyone's sick. They, uh, the ra- uh, Radio Spätkauf recorded, yeah. uh, I guess, a week and a half ago at, yeah. at, at CCB, and, and I, I couldn't watch the show because I was coughing so hard. Oh, shit. So, there it is. Yeah, I, w- I was being kind to their recording. Nice. Anyways, yeah. my, my throat is not sore. It's just raw from coughing. I know. And my ribs are... I have, like, a pretty good ab situation going on right now because of the cough. Oh, is that right? I yeah. wish I had that. I could, I could use that. <laughs> Could really use that. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, both kids are, I mean, the fucking six-week-old is not, I mean, she's not full-on sick because she's getting mother's milk, so she's got all those wonderful antibodies coming Mm. in. But she's definitely, she's like, just a little bit. And then our two-and-a-half-year-old is full-on sick once again. You know what I was thinking? Yeah. If I was like 85 years old, 90 years old, and I got what I just had, I'd probably be dead. That's why they say old people and kids should get the flu shot. <laughs> yeah, but it's just insane that like, you know, shit, I get this every year, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Maybe you haven't gotten it this bad. No, I haven't gotten it this bad in a while. Um, but, you know, I recover and I will recover 
you know, f- pretty much unscathed. But why, why do you think influenza, <laughs> the flu, was like such a deadly disease? I don't know. It kind of still is. It's the it's it's the modern age. I Ain't just fucking feel around. Like, yeah, it's just insane. But like, I can't imagine an eighty-five-year-old frail man coughing that hard without like just breaking every single bone in the body. That's probably exactly what happens. And for doing what? Like, how did I get that? Because I hung out with some friends. That sucks, man. Well, that's why old people don't have friends. That's true. <laughs> but I, I have to say, when, uh, when, when our grandma was in the senior home. Yes. Uh, now, which one? American side or German side? Uh, German side. Okay. Um, I, I, it, it, I don't think you were there at that time, but yeah. I got a horrible stomach flu from the senior home Mm -hmm. and it was it was bad like this was maybe six years ago yeah um and i don't think i've I've, i don't think i've expelled anything from my body quite ferociously as i did back then and (laughs) that i got from old people and i can't imagine like if if i had what if if they had what i had they all probably like they, they they probably lost a generation. Was that the really <laughs> shitty old folks? Yes. Home? Yeah, yeah, it was terrifying. Oh, that was a horrible, dark, dark place. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrifying. That was, there was this one time where, do you remember this? Yeah, we were, yeah. Went there and our mother went off to take care of our grandma and our Oma. And you and I, I don't know why we, I think... I think my mother had to clean. Our mother had to clean something up. I think that's what it was. I, I think don't I don't remember they, that. They part, basically but. for for this huge like seventy bed facility. They had like two people on staff at the time, and and I think our our Uma had a bathroom accident of some kind, and so our mother was helping yeah, clean that it, up. That place was just miserable. And so you and I were waiting downstairs in the lobby area, and this random old guy came and was like asking us for help because he <laughs> literally couldn't find any of the caretakers. Yeah. And then... I, I, I remember running up and down the stairs yeah. like looking for something. Right, exactly. I went back with him to his room and you were running around trying to find someone and I think eventually he just went in his room and like fell yeah. asleep again. Yeah. But it was this... It, it felt like one of those like creepy zombie... Dystopic... Arcade like, yeah. games where like... You know, Resident Evil, where you're in the abandoned facility. Yeah, and you just see some, like, wandering <laughs> zombie yeah. mumbling to right. itself. Because that was what would happen when... So, I brought the guy upstairs, and he went in his room, and I wasn't going to follow him into his room. And right. I think he just lay down and went back to sleep. And then, across the hall, this old woman came out, and she was, like, calling yeah. for someone, asking for someone. And I was like, I, I, <laughs> A, I don't work here. B, I don't speak German well enough to understand a word that this old person who doesn't speak very well right now anyways you think you think the orderlies there probably like just like wait for families to come visit and then take their breaks yeah probably (laughs) i think that's probably exactly (laughs) what happens oh thank goodness i i do not envy i mean anybody who works in an old folks home like they got a tough job i do not envy their job but um it's so e like i hear so many stories of these people like abusing old people yeah it's real uh, bad. It's so bad. But then our well, Oma was moved to... to she a, was moved to a, a place that was... Like an alternative senior home. Well, it was essentially like a... What do you call a it? Vague. A vague. Exactly. Shared flat. A collective, yeah. essentially. So everyone bought into it. 
you know, you actually bought your your spot there, and and because it wasn't like going through this private corporation, essentially, yeah, that place was nice. The, yeah. the place she was, and the people working there were super cool. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah, man, we, I hope I don't get old. <laughs> I really fucking, and you know, I, I mean, I've I've uh, <laughs> I've talked. I think we've talked about this year before. I don't even remember, but. Uh, I, like I have a fucking responsibility to get old now because yeah. I've got kids. Yeah, right. That fucking sucks. Well, I mean, no one wants <laughs> to die young, but you know, like you don't really give a shit until you've got people. Who yeah, exactly, on you. exactly. Well, you know what? When I get that old, that I have to be in a home, I'm just gonna make it a big fucking adventure. No, yeah. no clothes ever. Are yeah. you gonna? Re- by the time you are in the sp- the place where you need to be put in a home, you are not gonna have the facilities to be able to make that kind of. <laughs> I'm just gonna drill it into my head while I'm still lucid that that um, a senior home is like a big escape room, <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll just oh, be baked man. into my sen- senality, right? That like I just every day I have to escape. <laughs> I hope by the time <laughs> like I'm old, twelve monkeys or some shit. <laughs> I fucking the singularity is a bunch of bullshit garbage. Yeah, but there is a part of me that hopes that by the time I'm old, that they can just take my brain and put it in a robot. <laughs> just whatever, download all of me and just put it in a fucking robot. Yeah. Just so I won't have that like old broken body. That is the most depressing thing. Yeah. Is just seeing old people. <laughs> it really it makes me vegetating. Yeah. Well, they or wherever like walking down the street. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> Fucking, I mean, it's not just annoying because, yeah, it's like, There's, don't remind me of my mortality. Yeah. And hurry up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they stop in the middle of the sidewalk. I'm walking here. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, there's a cool thing, actually. They did some studies on, uh, in fact, I think a couple European uh, uh, countries do this. They combine like um, kindergarten or childcare yeah, with, yeah. with, uh, with old see, care. And, uh, yeah, it turns out like on average, their their lives um, are more active and they live longer. Right. The kids, on the other hand, fucking uh, depressed is all shit. Yeah, and they have stomach flus and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kids, I had this crazy adorable moment with my uh, with the older daughter yesterday because I yeah I have a, I have a couple different pairs of glasses. Yeah, uh, and I I have like a, just a regular kind of work a day pair that like these flexible frames that I don't, you know, the kids can play around with and get wrestle and I don't have to worry about them. But I've got my like, you know, weirdo crazy round glasses that I wear for shows, like my show glasses, whatever. And um, I have gone out to shows often enough now that last night I was getting ready to go out and, um, you know, put put nicer clothes on that weren't stained with baby spit up (laughs) and whatever else food. Mm, Good. good And uh, put on, put on my show glasses and uh, said goodbye to my two-year-old, good night and everything. And she goes, Papa Show? And, which is something she says all the time. But I hadn't told her yet that I was going out to a show. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, yeah? How did you know that? And, uh, and then I realized it was because I put the glasses uh, on. She, she knows now. She's connecting it. She's connecting the dots. That's it's, adorable. It was really, really cute. And, and, and just a tiny bit depressing. <laughs> You get that, like, uh, you know, with a cat's cradle, uh, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, sure. When you're coming home soon, I don't know when. Well, you don't need to sing. But we'll be together yeah, We then. don't have to do this. 
Yeah. No, we'll get together <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like you, 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 you preface this entire story with, um, I had this really adorable moment with my oldest daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you refuse to say her name. I don't want to say her name anywhere. I, you know, can I tell you exactly yeah. why? Because of this crazy situation that I got in with this tweet that I... Did, oh. did, did I talk about this on... No, we no. haven't talked about this. Oh, we need to talk about this. All right, we can, we can go another five minutes. Um, we might need 20. Last year, last summer, when the whole feel the burn uh, thing kind of started, the yeah. hashtag... It started last spring, but I think it really started picking up over the summer. And a good friend of mine growing up who, you know, we follow each other on Twitter, he he put out this string of like totally ridiculous tongue-in-cheek feel the burn hashtags, like making puns. You know, puns. Yeah, making, you know, using burn in other situations. <clears throat> so I, you know, replied and put together my own string of them and, uh, and was just basically replacing like burn in various movie titles and songs with, you know, B-E-R-N. And one of the movies that I used was Mississippi Burning. And whatever. I mean, Racist. Was, well, <laughs> this was last July. Yeah. Okay. Now, whenever it was last month, uh, Mississippi had their primary. And some, I mean, full-on fucking idiot, Bernie Sanders supporter or supporters started using the Mississippi burning B-E-R-N Mississippi <laughs> burning hashtag to try to like get uh, the vote for Bernie Sanders and that is fucking insensitive yeah because now you're actually trying to support the candidate and you're not you're not using it iron <laughs> excuse me ironically or whatever right and you're you're really glossing over the <coughs> historical racial implications of that tweet um and people rightfully got a little upset about it. But of course, because of this insane thing going on between Hillary supporters <coughs> and Bernie Sanders supporters, the fucking Hillary Clinton supporters went full on, you know, like... Yeah, relentless on that Oh, one. my God. And someone went through the chain of these Mississippi burning hashtag, and lo and behold, I was the first one to use that hashtag <laughs> way back in fucking July. All right, but and of course, no one was paying attention to what I was doing. They don't give a shit about the context, of course. So I started getting like not full on harassed, but borderline like hate tweets. Yeah, getting a lot of hateful tweets for for starting. Literally, they're blaming me for starting the hashtag, <laughs> for starting that trend. And I started like replying to some people, but like, hey, that was clearly a tongue and tweet a tongue and tweet tongue and cheek tweet from last july like you're this is there's no way and then i realized it was just completely yeah. futile enterprise to try to correct these people they don't give a shit but then what ended up happening is that someone some fucking dumb <laughs> young millennial columnist for the washington post put together had to, of course had column space to fill and put together a whole thing about the mississippi burning hashtag and it dedicates a good five or six paragraphs to the origin of it, which is me. <laughs> and and her, it was so insane the way she like looped her words around to try to like fill as much space as possible. Just caveat after caveat until like the words don't even mean anything anymore. You know, basically 
acknowledging the fact that it was completely that i was joking around and using the film right, title right. and blah 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 but still managing to kind of wrestle the words in such a way that i was still being blamed for being a racist <laughs> and and then i then it, and this was like now a week later after and things had kind of died down and then they just picked right the fuck back up again right um it was so crazy it was so crazy and i it this is now something similar happened to me a while ago. Um, not anywhere near as intense, but I have been a lot more careful because some of these people who have so much fucking time on their hands and whatever they, whether I like it or not, there's already a lot of information about me on the internet, and you connect dots and whatever. Like there's just literally at right. this point, there's nothing I can do about people being able to dox me essentially, and so I'm. I, you know, you're just being protective. I'm being protect, protecting you know? your, yeah, your family, your family man guy. Anyway, um, wow, that was really fucking crazy. Yeah, still, yeah. that's I, that's just coming back to me. That was I can see your yeah, your wheels are spinning right now. Man, oh man, it was really it was it's intense. Because who the fuck? I'm got like 480 followers on Twitter. <laughs> I'm fucking nobody. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was you know I might as well don drag through the, the mud the white cloak and marched yeah. with the kkk oh man i saw i saw like the uh, you, you had sort of responded to this to this um journalist who journalist in quotes uh from i guess it was wall street journal or or which one you, i don't know who you're talking about now. The, the the column that you had talked about oh the that, washington post that yeah, was yeah, washington yeah. post right. right um you had sort of responded with a tweet to her and then yeah. like her response to you was like some like uber academic. Well, you know, her response, and this was actually what really pissed me off about her column, because if you take the, you know, ridiculous trying to fluff out the column with me and a couple other people who had nothing to do with this, like the crux of her column that people were being very ahistorical and not acknowledging the racial implications of Mississippi burning, I, I agree with that. And I think she she had the right to say something about that. Yeah. But the, my problem with it was not just that she somehow roped me into it. But she also prefaced the entire column with saying, basically, like, anybody who disagrees with me right. is just proving my point. Yeah. And that it, that indefensible bullshit drives me up the fucking wall. Don't put yourself in this position where you are not allowed to be criticized, but anybody who criticizes you is automatically making your point for you. That is lazy. Sanctimonious. It's just fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, if you've got something to say and you've got an opinion about something, you need to be able to defend it right. against whoever. If someone's making an asinine argument, fine, ignore them. But if someone is making a legitimate concern that, like, hey, you used my tweet as the origin for this when it was so clearly tongue-in-cheek and joking, you can't say that I'm just being another Bernie bro. Yeah. Fucking. Let it out, Josh. Anyways, my point was. Yeah. I was just watching the whole thing sort of happen, and I was like, do I get involved? No. no. <laughs> I see the struggles. I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to make some some, some quips here and there, and then I'm, I'm going to dip in, dip out. Anyways, um, look at this. Yeah. We, do, we done did it. Hitting the 20-minute mark. Sorry to anybody who's bored. Sorry to that our, one person who... <laughs> bored with our too long piffle shorts. So there's some gems in here. I think uh, <laughs> we might as well just let the cat out of the bag. Sure. I think we, pending scheduling at Comedy Cafe Berlin, yeah, sure. the plan going forward for piffle <laughs> is that we're going to go back to live shows. There you go, I guys. know a lot of you are going to be happy about that. We are going to essentially take what Noah and I are doing right now and just put it live on stage. 
Uh, so, with a little bit more structure. Of course. We're going to make it fun. We're not going to just dick around completely. But it's not, we're not going to have the full on production, written live shows with music and games and blah, blah, blah. It'll be, we'll have a guest on occasionally, probably just one or two. Maybe if we're feeling really adventurous and we've, uh, we've got someone cool, we'll have a musical guest on. But mostly it's just going to be Noah and I, uh, you know, shooting the shit, shooting the shit, getting people involved uh, on stage. So potentially April, probably May, yes. we'll be back with live shows. Watch this space. Exactly. And um, definitely comped for by. Um, That's for that, German. For Come On Over. And in the meantime, April 10th is our next Tatort auf English. That's right. You should definitely come to that. And I would reserve tickets soon because they're going quick. zippity doo <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient with us. Sorry hey. we haven't been around. Although I guess some of you are not sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's be all right. Okay. Uh, we'll speak to you guys next week. Hopefully. Maybe if we get around to it. If yeah. not, fuck you. See you later. <laughs>